Welcome to Theater Talk. I'm Ann McBride, co-host Ed Shopes, and I are here the first and third Fridays of the month to tell you all about what's happening in the Mid-Willamette Valley theater world. Hi, Ed. Hi, Ann, and welcome, theater lovers. Today is June 16th, and this is the final day of KMUZ's Spring Pledge Drive. That's right. This is the time of year where we ask you to donate to KMUZ and Theater Talk. It's easy. Just go to KMUZ.org and click the Donate button or call 503-990-6101 between 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. today and make your pledge. And be sure to mention that you listen to KMUZ Theater Talk. And it's important in our world of theater to hear what's happening in our own area of the Wind Willamette Valley, what theaters are auditioning and playing. KMUZ Theater Talk brings you the latest theater news about this area. We want to keep doing this, but we need you to do your part. We'll tell you more about our pledge drive later in today's program. You know, here on Theater Talk, we interview lots of interesting guests about great shows happening at theaters throughout the Mid-Willamette Valley. Who are we talking with today, Anne? Joining us first on this episode of KMUZ Theater Talk is Laurieann Schmidt to tell us about auditions for The Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder coming up July 8th at the Pinnacle Theater. And in our second interview, we'll talk with Enlightened Theatrics Jessica Peterson and Carol Astley, who will fill us in on the Broadway Dreams Workshop for Actors and Enlightened Summer Camp for School Kids. After that, Robert Salberg joins us to talk about CET, Children's Educational Theater, Salem's longest-running theater summer camp for local students. But first, let's check our KMUZ Theater Talk calendar to see what else is on the boards. And. Albany Civic Theater at albanycivic.org. Coming up at ACT is the play Moon Glow, a story about two people diagnosed with Alzheimer's who meet and fall in love. This heartfelt comedy drama runs June 23rd through July 1st and is directed by Sarah Roth. And ACT will hold auditions June 26th through 28th for their summer camp 2023 production of Disney's My Son Pinocchio Jr. Look at the website for details and a cast breakdown. Albany Civic Summer Theater Camp runs July 31st through August 18th, and they will perform My Son Pinocchio Jr. August 18th through 26th. They will also hold auditions July 10th through 12th for the Savannah Sipping Society, and July 24th through 26th for She Kills Monsters. Contact the website for further information. Brush Creek Playhouse is at brushcreekplayhouse.com. Starting July 14th, Brush Creek is launching an improv workshop led by Brush Creek regular Ron Drake and his capable assistant, Norman Govea. No previous experience necessary. Just come on in and give it a try and learn the fun of improvisational comedy. Brush Creek Playhouse is also calling for actors of all abilities to audition and directors to propose for shows at their playhouse. If you're looking to be on stage or direct, go to brushcreekplayhouse.com. Children's Educational Theater at cetsalem.org. Their 2023 season for students entering grades 4 through 12 runs June 26th through July 29th. Classes for this popular five-week program are filling fast, so apply now at cetsalem.org for performance and technical theater track opportunities. We'll learn more about it from Executive Director Robert Salberg later in today's program. Elsinore Theater at elsinoretheater.com. For information about local events and touring shows at the Elsinore, go to their website or their Facebook page. Enlightened Theatrics at EnlightenedTheatrics.org. The Broadway Dreams Workshop returns to Enlightened Theatrics July 3rd through 9th, offering performers a chance to work with entertainment professionals to polish their triple threat skills. Broadway Dreams is an all-ages experience, and Enlightened Theatrics and Salem is their only stop in the Pacific Northwest. Apply now at Broadway Dreams website. 
and registration for Enlightened Summer Camp 2023 is now open. This camp runs August 14th through 25th with expanded class offerings, including skill-based classes for middle and high school students and an introductory theater class for elementary students. For information on this summer camp and to apply for scholarships, go to enlightentheatrics.org. Jessica Peterson and Carol Astley will join us later on today's program to tell us all about the summer camp and the Broadway Dreams Workshop. Gallery Theaters at gallerytheater.org and Gallery Summer Kids Camp runs July 10th through 14th. Their camp includes two programs, Footlighters, a grade school camp for ages 7 to 11 that includes dance workshops, fun improv games, and rehearsals and Spotlighters, a middle school through high school camp for ages 12 and up with fun workshops for older kids. Go to gallerytheater.org and click on the shows slash events tab to register. Next up on Gallery Theater stage is Pride and Prejudice, July 28th through August 13th. And Gallery has started a fun improv class this week, so look at their website to take part in the fun. And Gallery is also planning on auditioning soon for their production of Puffs, and Anne of Green Gables, go to the website to sign up and receive audition notices. Kaiser Homegrown Theater at kaiserhomegrowntheater.org. The next show that Kaiser Homegrown has on its schedule will be The Book of Will by Lauren Gunderson and directed by Linda Baker. It runs July 14th through 30th. The director and actors will be on our July show to talk about the production. Majestic Theater is at Majestic.org, and Majestic is holding auditions for the popular candor and web musical Cabaret. It's directed by Deborah Wren, and auditions are June 19th and 20th at the theater, with callbacks on June 21st. Mid-Valley Musical Theater on Facebook at Mid-Valley Musical Theater. They are a new group that stages shows at the Albany Performing Arts Center at West Albany High School. They are presenting the musical Newsies, August 11th through 19th. Pentacle Theater is at pentacletheater.org. Running through July 1st at Pentacle Theater is Exit Laughing, a comedy by Paul Elliott, directed by Karen McCarty. Check our podcast for an interview with Karen and two actors from the show, Anywhere you get your podcasts. Auditions for The Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder will be held July 8th at the theater. Go to their website for more information. And we'll have an interview with director Laurieann Schmidt about auditions later in today's program. Coming up August 11th through September 2nd at Pentacle is The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. And that's directed by Debbie Neal. Joe Dodge's acting workshop for actors 18 and older is at Pentacle Theater's rehearsal studio in downtown Salem. To sign up, go to tickets.pentacletheater.org. The Salem Playhouse at thesalemplayhouse.com also offers acting classes for both kids and adults held at the Kaiser Homegrown Theater. And for adults, they have a class at Chemeketa Community College in their theater. To sign up, go to the SalemPlayhouse.com and click on the Classes tab. Spotlight Community Theater at SpotlightCT.com. Spotlight is holding its first annual Beverly Wilson Summer Youth Drama Camp. It'll be July 31st through August 4th, and you can find out more information at SpotlightCT.com. Spotlight is also looking for play proposals from local directors for their 2023-24 season. Send your application now to info at spotlightct.com. Struts and Frets Theater Company at strutsandfretstheater.org. A winner's tale is coming to Struts and Frets August 16th through 19th at Eola Hills Wine Cellars on Highway 99 in Rick Real. Theater 33 at Willamette University is at theater33.org. And Theater 33 has just kicked off its 10th new play summer festival of emerging works by Pacific Northwest playwrights. It's underway at Willamette University's Pelton Theater. Working for Crumbs, a new play by Kate Delaney, runs July 13th through 16th in the theater's Putnam studio and is directed by Susan Cormell. 
The festival wraps up August 10th through 13th with The Names by Paul Lewis, directed by Rod Sabalos. And the festival also includes three pop-up performances of new plays on the Pelton Theater main stage. The Cuckoo Song by Heldor Schaefer runs June 24th and 25th. The Great Bub by Nora Douglas runs July 22nd and 23rd. And A Tale of Two by Angela M. Gurko closes out the festival on August 19th and 20th. Check out our KMUZ Theater Talk podcast for an interview with Susan Coromel and Thomas Nabhan to learn more about Theater 33's New Play Summer Festival. On the college front at Corbin University at corbin.edu slash theater hyphen arts, the theme for this year's Corbin Theater Camp is New Horizons. Listen to our KMUZ Theater Talk podcast to hear an interview with the camp's director, Tamara McGinnis. The camp will be held July 24th through August 5th. Registration is open through July 1st. Western Oregon University is at wou.edu slash theater. Western has announced that with the departure of Creative Arts Chair David Janowiak to lead the theater program at the University of North Carolina, Charlotte, the Summertime Valley Shakespeare Company is on temporary hiatus this year. We hope that the Valley Shakespeare Company will be back next summer with another outstanding production, and we'll keep you posted as we learn more. Willamette University at wutheater.com. Willamette's 23rd. 23-24 season kicks off October 26th through November 12th with the world premiere of In the Deep, a new musical with book and lyrics by E.M. Lewis and music by Clarence Roscoe McDonald. That wraps up this week's Theater Talk calendar. I want to introduce you to our current pledge drive. Before you turn off the radio, hear me out. You're obviously a theater lover, or you wouldn't be listening. We love theater, too. And we want to bring you all the news about theater in our part of the world. We feel we fill a need. We bring you news of all the productions in our area. But we need your donations to keep KMUZ and Theater Talk on the air, to keep bringing you the theater news and interviews with actors and directors that you love to hear. You know, we recently expanded our coverage to the Corvallis area to bring even more theater news your way. But we need you to support Theater Talk with a donation now to keep our program on the air the first and third Friday of every month. Please do your part now to support KMUZ Radio and Theater Talk. Go to KMUZ.org and click that donate button now. Stay with us as we interview Lorianne Schmidt, director of The Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder, auditioning July 8th at the Pinnacle Theater. We're talking today with Lorianne Schmidt, who is directing A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder at the Pinnacle in September. She's going to tell us all about auditioning uh, for it July 8th. Welcome, Lorianne. Hi, I'm glad to be on the show today and talking about this wonderful production. I'm really excited. Lorianne, A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder is uh, a fairly recent Broadway production. Uh, it won the award for Best Musical uh, when it uh, premiered on Broadway. What interested you in doing this show at Pentacle? I had a chance to see the show when it came to Broadway in Portland and just fell in love with the show. It is so delightful. It is this wonderful mix of being a modern musical with all kinds of special effects, but yet still told in its time of Victorian England. It's uh, a been a really exciting show for me to, to see come to life. Can you give us a quick recap of the story for those who might not be uh, familiar with it? The story revolves around Monty Navarro, who is a young man who grew up definitely not in the upper crust of London society and discovers that he has been in line for an earldom. 
But this has a big twist in trying to ingratiate himself into his family. He happens upon a circumstance where one of the heirs to the earldom slips and might tragically fall if Monty doesn't do anything. And so we have a wonderful sequence of events where Monty never actually murders anyone. He just creates circumstances in which death is likely to occur. Oh, hence, hence the title of the play. Yes. And one of the things that makes this play, one many things that makes this play so delightful is that one actor gets to play all of the heirs to the earldom. And so it's a wonderful challenge for both the actor that plays all those roles and everybody around them to be able to react in a fresh way to this actor being somebody new in every scene. And uh, how many times does this actor comma tragically die on stage? I believe, oh, wow, eight times. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the wonderful show includes... Uh, fine performances from a really nice ensemble cast and uh, the singing and is delightful and the songs are catchy. People will be singing them for weeks afterwards because it's just uh, really a well-written show. What kind of music is it? There is actually call for an operatic singer and his uh, Monty, one of his love interests, is very high society. And so uh, Phoebe is uh, usually sung by someone with operatic training. And so I'm really excited to bring uh, someone into the theater who has that level of training. So be very exciting. But that's just one part. Not everyone needs to have an operatic correct. voice, correct? Correct, yes. Okay, yes. so auditions are July the 8th at the Pinnacle Theater at uh, 1 o'clock uh, in the theater lobby. What do actors need to do to prepare for auditions? Well, we ask that the actors sing a song that is going to showcase their particular talent for this show. I highly recommend watching some clips from it just so in case that it's not familiar to the actors so that they can select a piece that really showcases their specific talents for this. And then we'll also be having the actors, the auditioners do a little movement. We want to make sure that the actors can move and uh, learn choreography. And there's uh, one change from uh, what is normal at Pinnacle Auditions. You're not going to have an accompanist. We're not. I, one of the interesting things that has happened over the recent years is that more and more people bring electronic devices with backing tracks. And uh, there's been uh, less and less of a need for an accompanist for this production. I really want to make sure that our full directorial staff, including our music director, has their full attention on the auditioner. And by having people bring electronic devices with a backing track, we can provide the Bluetooth speaker or they can bring their own. I think this uh, allows for especially the music director to not have their attention divided. And I think it can help have a more prepared audition piece. What if someone doesn't have a digital backing track, how do you get one? There are a lot of them available out on the internet for audition purposes. And uh, really the the key thing is to just email me. It's laurianne.c.schmidt 
at gmail.com. And I'm happy to help provide whatever materials they need to, to make their audition a success. That's great. And you're looking for people to use uh, an audition uh, song that is not from A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder, but is from uh, a Broadway show that will feature their uh, vocal range and relate somehow to the characters that they're auditioning for. I just really want them to feel comfortable with their piece, select something that really uh, showcases their talent and also a piece that speaks to them that they feel they can really dig into. So the audition will consist of a music audition and a reading audition, right? No, we will have reading for uh, the callbacks. The callbacks will be July 9th at 1 p.m. Lorianne, what kind of rehearsal schedule were, uh, were you planning on having? And when are the show dates? The rehearsals start on July 12th and run Monday through Thursday until showtime starts. And that is September 29th through October 21st. And I understand you're having the rehearsals at the downtown rehearsal studio. Yes, the rehearsals will be at the downtown rehearsal studio until around four weeks before opening. And then we'll be moving out to the theater and rehearsing there. So The Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder auditions July 8th at the Pentacle Theater, uh, which is off Highway 22, about six miles west of downtown Salem. Look for the sign along the highway uh, at 52nd Avenue. Uh, the lobby doors open at 1230 in the afternoon on Saturday, July uh, 8th, and auditions start at 1 o'clock. Uh, bring your calendar with your conflicts. Make sure you get there early enough to fill out an audition form. You can get the audition form uh, online and uh, fill that out in advance. Uh, be ready to perform a song and uh, learn a dance. And uh, cross your fingers that you get called back on Sunday, uh, July 9th at 1 o'clock uh, for callbacks. And for more information about auditions, go to pentacletheater.org and click the auditions page. You'll find a list of all the characters being cast and a link to the audition form that you can fill out in advance. Laurieann Schmidt is the director of A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. Thank you very much, Laurieann, for joining us here on Theater Talk. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. And now, more about our pledge drive. You know, we don't actually get a salary for doing this. It's all volunteers here, but we need to keep the lights on, our transmitter going, pay the rent, all those things that have nothing to do with theater, unless we don't have the money and there is no KMUZ theater talk. So please go to kmuz.org and click on the donate button. By the way, please tell us in the comment box that your donation is for theater talk so that they know we have listeners who care. When you make your contribution today to KMUZ, we'll send you a KMUZ sticker, and you'll be entered to win our daily drawing of a $100 gift card to one of Salem's downtown restaurants. If you donate more than $30, we'll also send you a cool pair of KMUZ drink coasters. And for everyone who donates more than $75, we'll add a KMUZ t-shirt to your swag bag. And as a special thank you, everyone who donates to the KMUZ Spring Pledge Drive gets their name entered to win our grand prize of a $250 gift card for dinner at Rudy's Steakhouse in downtown Salem. It's just our way of saying thank you for listening and thank you for supporting KMUZ Community Radio and Theater Talk. Stay with us to hear all about the Broadway Dreams Workshop for Actors and an expanded summer theater camp for kids coming to Enlightened Theatrics. That's coming up next here on KMUZ Theater Talk. Ed and I are talking today with 
Jessica Peterson, the Executive Director of Enlightened Theatrics, and Carol Astley, who is on the board at Enlightened Theatrics. And they're going to talk to us about their summer camp and the Broadway Dreams Workshop, which is coming up. Good morning and welcome. Welcome to Theater Talk. Good morning. Great to be here. So uh, Enlightened Theatrics is bringing Broadway Dreams back to Salem. And Carol, I understand that uh, you're kind of bulldogging this for Enlightened this year. I'm a big believer in the Broadway Dreams summer camp program, and I really want to see it continue. It's such a great program for kids in the Salem community. We even have adults and kids that come from outside the community to partake in it. It's such a great high-level program. So I wanted to lend my support any way I could to kind of keep this program coming to Salem. So what is Broadway Dreams? Broadway Dreams is a nonprofit organization out of New York, and they work on providing high-level experiences in the theater arts. It's all immersive, and they really focus on bringing the three worlds together, dance, acting, and music. And Enlightened has partnered with them for the past five or six years. And Annette, the executive director, uh, really just really believes in uh, how important it is for the arts to be collaborative um, but and also providing those high-level experiences for those students and adults who want to see themselves in the professional world and really modeling what it looks like to go into a professional audition. And so they do a full-on audition in front of your creative team where you sing and you dance a little bit. But the cool thing about it is that the show that they curate is based off of the team and the talent that's in that city. So they don't come with a whole show already built. They will audition everyone and build a show around uh, who is there. So this show is going to be all the talent that Salem Salem comes out. Um, they audition, they register, and then this directing team builds a show around them. It's amazing. It's really wonderful what they get out of everyone. Ours is going to be in the afternoon because we want to honor our uh, CET friends that we, you know, we're, we want to be collaborative, right? And so our rehearsals will be in the evening, but it's about a six hour rehearsal process a day and one performance. So Sunday afternoon at 6 p.m. is the one performance to come out and see it. That's wonderful. All throughout the day, the students are learning all sorts of different aspects about theater on such a high level from these stars that have been on Broadway. A lot of times they'll have homework. They'll have things that they need to do at home to be ready for the next days. And are there any opportunities for building connections with the professionals during the workshop? So the cool thing is that the professionals get to see who we are, who Salem is. Um, But one thing that they do every year is that based off of the cities and how many students they have per city, one or two students from each city gets chosen to participate in their showcase in New York City. And so last year, uh, Phoebe Jacobs flew out to New York and performed with all of the other dreamers that had been chosen for this showcase to be in front of casting directors, producers, directors. They all go out to this uh, event. It's definitely like a cool opportunity for anybody who wants to participate to be in that room and potentially be in New York that following spring. So when you say anybody can participate, is there an age range for this workshop and how can you Uh, participate? The age range is anybody who wants to perform. So we don't have a specific age. We've generally had a lot more youth in it, but it is open to adults also. So this is all ages um, experience. And in order to be a part of it, you actually register through the Broadway Dreams website. And so that's broadwaydreams.org, the Salem location. There isn't an age limit on it. This this is open to anybody who wants to perform and has a real passion to really be work. It's intensive. You will work really hard, but the benefit and the beauty that comes out of it is amazing. And Carol, you've had students that uh, have participated in Broadway Dreams. What did they get out of their experience? The higher level learning to help them get ready for actual real auditions in the future and just take their love of theater and what they want to do. I'm speaking specifically about my son and his friends. 
our summer camps at Enlightened are amazing and wonderful. And then after you've done that for several years and you know that you're really, really wanting to pursue this. So it just gives them that extra oomph. So Broadway Dreams happens July 3rd through 9th. But you guys also mentioned that there is a summer camp that happens at Enlightened also. When does the summer camp run and how does it relate to the Broadway Dreams workshop? Our summer camps run in August. So they'll be August 14th through the 25th. This year, I really wanted to mimic more of a track where you can pick classes. And so we have skill-based classes that we are teaching over the two weeks. And for our middle and high school friends, they can uh, choose to take one class per week, or they can do two classes and um, take up to four classes um, if you're from sixth through 12th grade. And some of those offerings are going to be for our high schoolers, a directing or acting workshop. We're doing a Shakespeare workshop. For our middle and high schoolers, we're doing an audition prep and a dance. And part of the reason that I did it this year that way was because of our turnout with Susical, how many students that we had come out audition. And some of them, that being their first time, being in the professional audition setting, that we really wanted to give more tangible skill-based opportunities to learn in the similar way that Broadway Dreams does, but pertaining to our community more in the fact that we have a lot of youth who either are involved in their school productions um, or want to be involved, but also can't either afford lessons outside of, right, um, or want to just add to. And so I wanted to have more classes and more offerings to do more skill-based versus just a one overview camp. And then for the elementary schoolers, which for the second through the fifth graders, there will be an intro to theater class to really understand the basics, uh, dance, music, and acting. And that'll be taught over two weeks. So they can do either the first week only, or they can do both. Um, there'll be similar classes, but we'll have different students. So they'll get to collaborate in a different way. Who is teaching them? I've been blessed to be able to hire um, some local teachers. One of our values is to employ is giving some of our professionals um, a chance to, to work. And so I hired a couple teachers from the Salem-Kaiser School District. I've got a couple private teachers who are teaching and they are getting to build their curriculum based off of uh, what they know, and then also our values of educating and creating a safe space for our kids to learn. So you're looking for students from grades two through 12. Is this for students who have completed grade two through 12 or entering grade two through 12? Whatever class that they're entering fall of 2023 um, would be what age group we're looking for. I am really intrigued by the uh, fact that you're te teaching Shakespearean acting. Who is teaching that class? Evan Tate. He's a teacher at one of the high schools. And honestly, a couple of these classes came up in conversation from some of our teachers and some of our students. You know, I've been doing some visits with our high schools and looking at some of the different offerings when it comes to the professional lens. And my question was, what are we missing? I'm really hopeful that Enlighten can continue to provide the space for our teams to create, but also fill in those gaps, right? So I want to collaborate with what's happening in the state. And so I heard a lot from some people that love Shakespeare, but haven't had hands-on experience with it. And it's not in every school, right? Not every teacher can have no. a whole Shakespeare class. So I wanted to add something that would pertain to that high school group who wanted to get into Shakespeare maybe before college. So I'm really excited about that. That one in the directing also was a request of some students who love to direct um, and want to do some more directing, but doesn't have space to do that. And so we get to create that. If cost is a problem, do you offer scholarships to families? Absolutely. Um, so on our website, um, underneath the summer camps form, there is a, a link uh, to apply for a scholarship. And we generally do partial scholarships. And that's mainly because we want to be able to provide as many as we can. But there is an option to just put like, what can you pay? Like what, how much could you afford? Um, and we want to make it accessible. So uh, more than willing to work with any family that wants their kids to have an amazing experience this summer. What kind of experience do you expect them to have coming in? I don't actually expect them to have a lot of experience. I think the thing about summer camps is to give people an opportunity to experience theater. I'm not expecting people to have everything figured out. Like, so when I think about the, the audition prep class specifically, 
I'm hoping that students will come with the hunger to learn how to be ready for an audition, period. For, so for instance, I have a couple students who participated in Susicle and they'd never auditioned before. And some of their parents had said, you know, this is the first time auditioning. Like they're nervous that, you know, they didn't know how to do these things. And the director was like, this would be a great class to teach just to prepare people. So if they come to a show with Enlightened, then they're prepared maybe for another show in the community, but then also preparing them for Broadway dreams in the future, right? Because we try to mimic the same type of thing of how do you come into an audition? What should you wear? What's a slate? And how do you slate? And honestly, those things matter because you just want to be as comfortable as you can. And I'm not looking for people to be fully experienced, but I am um, hoping that people come willing to experience and to learn. And I'll jump in as a parent. I've always been somebody in the audience who's loved theater, but I don't know how any of this works. So trying to guide my child. And so him being able to take these kind of classes and know this and teach me so that I can help him and support him with all these auditions is like, is so important. That's a great thing. Besides preparing for uh, auditions, what opportunities are going to be provided for kids in the summer program to showcase their work or perform in front of an audience? We will host a, a showcase for um, the students who participate. They will have an opportunity to show what they've worked on with their parents. So whether it is just coming in and singing um, or performing a monologue, because the audition prep is not just musical. We'll do some monologue training also. Um, they'll be able to perform that in front of their parents. Um, we're doing a costuming class for the 6th through 12th graders. And the teacher that I've brought out for that, Christy Anderson from South Albany, and she's actually doing a costume class with no sewing and we'll do a fashion show of the piece that they created for the intro to theater class it'll be a musical presentation and then we have some dance our dance class they'll they'll probably do a um a number to a musical theater piece so we'll do a showcase at the end of each week for the families um to attend and watch what their kids have created where is the broadway dreams workshop being held and where is the summer camp being held our Broadway Dreams workshop will be held at Salem's Historic Grand Theater and possibly partnering uh, with the YMCA with their dance studio just to have multiple locations. For our summer camps, we will have a couple of our camp instructors at McKay High School for those two weeks. We'll have a couple of our teachers at Howard Street, and then we'll have a couple of our classes over at the Grand. And we did it that way because these classes are all going simultaneously. So it's giving kids more options, hopefully making it more accessible. One of the things that we've heard feedback wise is just having things that are always all downtown. And so we're trying to branch out a little bit more into our communities. And so most of the classes, if you're doing more than one, will be in the same location. So there's not like having to be a lot of drive time. They're three-hour sessions. So there's a break in between, and then you can go to your next session. Broadway Dreams happens at Enlightened Theatrics and the Grand Theater July 3rd through 9th. And after that, Enlightened Theatrics has its summer camp for kids, August 14th through 25th. More information is available on the Enlightened Theatrics website, and that is enlightenedtheatrics.org. And there's a separate page for the summer camp and for Broadway Dreams. Check it out, folks. Both of these programs are all theater all the time and lots of fun for kids and Broadway Dreams for kids and grownups as well. Thank you very much, Jessica Peterson and Carol Astley from Enlightened Theatrics for joining us today on Theater Talk. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thanks, you two. This was fun. Thank you. Joining us next is Robert Salberg to tell us all about the Children's Educational Theater Summer Camp for kids coming up in grades four through high school. Stand by for more KMUZ Theater Talk headed your way in just a moment. We're speaking with Robert Salberg, Executive Director of CET, that's Children's Educational Theater. Welcome, Robert. Let's talk about the program. Yeah, excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Children's Educational Theater um, started in 1974, so we are 49 years old. Wow. Next year's our big 50th birthday, and we are a summer theater program for students currently in grades 3 through 12. We run a five-week, pretty intensive summer theater program that involves uh, classes for all students throughout the summer, 
And then everyone is either cast in or working backstage on one of our eight productions from Art Fair weekend until the last weekend of July. So this is a five-week camp. It's really popular, Robert. Uh, You guys have been in business, like you say, for 49 years. How many kids do you have uh, at CET every summer, and where are the classes held? Uh, We have roughly about 220 kids each summer. Our home base is currently North Salem High School right now. That's where all of our classes are, and that's where kids meet on a daily basis. And then when we get to the performance week, um, we'll have performances all over uh, the city of Salem. Do you have a theme for this year's camp? You know, we don't really work in themes. Every year is we have a goal, and that's make the magic happen. Okay, so what is the age range? The, the, I, I know that they're grade level 3 through 12. Which ends up being about 10, 10 years old to 18. Obviously, you have different classes for the different ages. We, we level our classes out so that, you know, elementary school kids are in one cohort of group together. Then we have the kind of fifth and sixth graders generally together. And then the seventh and eighth graders are generally together. And then we have the high school kids. So there's a little bit of integration at times between the groups, but in the classes, for sure, they are are leveled with kids of their similar age and ability. And tell me about the teachers. We have lots of Salem-Kaiser educators that they might not even teach theater during the school year, but they've got a theater background or they majored in theater in college or they do some theater at their school. And then we've got people like Alyssa Bond, who's the drama director at North, Danny Potter, who's the drama director at McMinnville High School is on our staff, Paul Malone, who owns the Fake Fight Company, does all of our stage combat, Kent Wilson, who was a choir teacher uh, in Salem, is now in Beaverton, but he teaches with us. So We've got a real variety of folks with lots of different talents, uh, many of whom are teachers during the school year and join us during the summer. We're very fortunate. We have very, very low turnover. The same core group of staff come back year after year. Sometimes they need a break for a vacation during the summer. And I mean, it takes up a lot of your summer. So um, we've got a, a strong group of people and a committed group of people. And the the consistency is um I think one of the driving factors of our success is that we've got a core group that that continues to return. Having sent both of my kids through CET from uh, the day they were eligible to through high school, it's a really fun program for the kids. And there is a terrific amount of energy that happens every day in the classroom, in the school, on the stages. How do you guide and handle all of that energy? Uh, that's in that building every day and without, uh, you know, blowing your own mind. (laughs) (laughs) If you've ever experienced walking down the halls during CET, it is definitely like no other place of education. And really, we try to set the tone and allow the program and the kids to function in the principles that we put forward. So we have something called the CET way we introduce on the first day and it's really a simple thing to be able to remind people what is the CET way and what isn't the CET way. And when you're consistent and everyone's on board, it creates a culture when you have continuity amongst your staff and your, and your teaching assistants, you're able to maintain that culture. And it would be much more difficult if we were having to retrain folks every single year who had no idea what CET is. That's why the most successful people that have been with us have experienced what it's like either as a teacher or a student. I attribute a lot of it to the culture that we preach as a staff and holding kids accountable. And what I always love is kids that maybe don't know what they're getting into and their parents signed them up and they weren't really sure what this whole thing was about and might be a little resistant to taking risks by the end of the summer they're totally bought in and they love it. And the beautiful thing that I've always appreciated about CET is there are lots of kids that have really great performance instincts and abilities. And during the school year, they have to choose, you know, what can they do? What's offered to them? And 
how can they fit in their schedule? And oftentimes theater and performance fall off to the wayside because they don't have time. And so lots of kids who aren't involved or can't be involved in theater during the school year because of scheduling conflicts always come to CET. So it's fun to see these kids from a variety of areas of life come together and connect over their mutual love for performance. And when you put people like that together in a room, it just creates a totally different vibe. And that is something you can feel the moment you walk in and it lasts the entire five weeks. And there's definitely a big letdown at the end because people feel those post-show blues. Uh, We all know them. So tell me about the teaching assistants because uh, they, they usually have taken the class. We hire sophomore juniors and seniors in high school to be teaching assistants. And basically they are what we would call the glue that keeps the connection strong between the teachers and the students. And so lots of kids are, you know, intimidated or afraid or maybe don't connect very well with adults all the time. And so to have that bridge person there to give examples of ways to perform scenes or ways to try different pieces, take risks. And when, we, when we're when we able to put a high school student in front of them who they may, you know, relate to a little bit better, it just breaks down a barrier that might exist where kids may not be willing to take that risk. Generally, the TAs are students who are past CET students who've aged out of our performance program, although we do have a performance program for high school kids, they are ready to take the next step and try something different. And so we have 22 paid positions for teaching assistants that work with us on all of our classes and all of our shows. That's wonderful. Now, where did the parents fit in? Because I know, Ed, as a parent, you must have experienced this. Parents volunteer time to help with CET. And that's a really important part of uh, how CET works, right, Robert? You know, CET is a family commitment and kids are more successful uh, when their parents are connected to with what they're doing. And it's so CET is not just a place where you drop your kid off and you don't think about the program after that. It's not daycare. It's a family commitment where we, the way one of the ways we keep our tuition costs low is to have parent committees that work on behalf of the of the students in the program to make it more successful. And, um, you know, some parents are real busy and they don't have the time and we have options for them to, you know, make it make it work. Um, but the vast majority of parents enjoy being able to contribute to the success of not just their student, but the all, all the students at CET because they, you know, they may be selling refreshments which isn't necessarily affecting their specific student only, whereas they also may help sew a costume for their kid and five other kids. So the the reach of the parent committees is really huge, but it's not only a way to keep family involvement, but also um, it helps us keep costs down. If we had to pay somebody to do everything the volunteers do, um, tuition would be much more expensive. And it's really fun for the parents because that energy that's in the room really, really rubs off. And it's it's uh, it's joyous to see how involved and, and how happy the kids are with this. Uh, Robert, what opportunities does CET provide uh, for the student day campers to showcase their work or or perform in front of an audience or um, do the tech work behind the scenes? We really try to make our tech classes contribute to the overall production. So they're not just doing things to do things. They're creating props that are actually going to be used in the show. We have a a new costume class this summer that's going to work. And part of their project as a class is going to be a costume project for one of the shows. So um, tech kids, while they're often not seen because they're backstage working, We try to showcase their work on stage in productions and everything that you see is generally student run, which means there's a student running the lights. There's a student running the spotlights. There's a student running the sound. There's a student moving set pieces. 
we really ask kids to rise to the occasion and take responsibility and take their job seriously. And, you know, 99.9% of the time, it works out really well. We've got a songwriting class and we've got an improv class. And those two classes have a songwriting and improv night performance um, that kind of kicks things off right before the art fair. And then we've got basically eight shows going on over the course of 10 days with multiple shows going on multiple days of the week. So it, it gets a little crazy at the end, but everybody gets an opportunity to shine. Could you describe some of those shows? We're doing Disney's The Little Mermaid Jr., and that just happens to coincide with Disney's release of the live action remake. So that's going to be our musical. We're doing a show called Cinderella and the Stallion or How Pip Squeak the Mouse Became a Stallion. It's a it's a take on Cinderella story about how one of the little mice ends up oh. saving the day in Cinderella. Oh. We're doing a show called Pinocchio and the Fire Eater, which is being directed by Hannah Fawcett from the Dallas area. That's going to be our traveling show. And then we're doing another show called Help, I'm Trapped in a Musical. That's for our (laughs) high school kids. And then at the park this summer, we're going to be doing a show called The Story of Ferdinand, which is a children's book adaptation that our park play directors are working on. So Robert, I know that there's only a few spots left in CET. Where can kids land in this program uh, as of now? Right now, we have openings in our tech program to work backstage. And then we have about 12 or 13 spots left for our elementary school levels. So those are the two places where people could get involved. Our high school program is full, our middle school performance is full, and we just have those handful of spots left um, between now and June 26th to get signed up. When can parents uh, apply for their kids to enter CET? We start enrollment way back January 15th of every year. So right after the beginning of the new year, our registration goes live on our website. First signed up, first reserved. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Robert. CET, Children's Educational Theater, is the five-week program here in Salem for students from uh, grade school through high school ages. There's still some spots left for grade schoolers, so go to cetsalem.org for information on how to enroll uh, for the CET summer camp. It starts in a couple of weeks and goes through uh, nearly the end of July, so um, it's a great program for kids. Robert, thank you very much for joining us, and uh, break a leg with CET this summer. Thanks so much. Thank you. It's time to wind up today's Theater Talk program. Thank you for joining us. Next week at 9 a.m., you can tune in to Talking About Art with Joel Zach. KMUZ Theater Talk is a proud member of the Salem Theater Network. KMUZ Theater Talk airs at 9 a.m. the first and third Friday of each month at 100.7 and 88.5 FM and on your favorite radio app or on demand at kmuz.org. You can also listen to KMUZ Theater Talk anytime on your PC, mobile device, smart speaker, or in your car, wherever you get your podcasts. Ed and I will be back July 7th with a brand new KMUZ Theater Talk program to fill you in about what's happening in the Mid-Willamette Valley theater world. In the meantime, check our Theater Talk Facebook page for news and updates about live theater in the Mid-Willamette Valley. And one last reminder, if you haven't yet joined to support KMUZ Theater Talk and the rest of KMUZ's great community radio programs, please go to KMUZ.org right now and click the Contribute button at the top of the page. And thanks. Until next time, we'll We'll see see you in the front row. row.